Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Oh, it is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Tuesday morning as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage. Uh, millions of Americans uh, finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you to rock a mortgage, push button, get mortgage. It's Taz of the Moose with you. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Thank you, Mean Gene. As you've got uh, Pete and Mike across the way, bogus with your updates. Another hour left to play with. Let's get to it. Hour number three. Here you go, the three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Chiefs defense dominates in win over the Chargers. Yeah, they were good. They intercepted uh, Phillip Rivers on four occasions. One of them was a uh, batted ball off a sack up in the air, picked off by the defensive lineman. Still counts on the... Uh, it counts uh, as a pick for uh, Rivers, nonetheless. Is kind of he looked long in the tooth. You asked uh, Bobby Carpenter the question about his future yeah. out in Los Angeles, Taz. That's obviously you can call in a question. They are a young team. Maybe the window is closed for Philip Rivers. There are times he looks great, and there are other times his decisions on the field. He was getting destroyed by Steve Young last night on yeah, the ESPN oh God, broadcast. He was. He, I mean, was. <laughs> he was getting taken behind the woodshed by Young. <laughs> was, um, yeah. A game in Mexico City. I thought the atmosphere was good. I thought the field, even though there were divots all over the place, I, I think relatively speaking, it held up well. Um, you know, you, you saw the altitude have an effect during the, before the game. Mahomes throwing the ball seventy yards in the air, but uh, you know, Butker kicking a ball, uh, you know, seventy one yards uh, in pregame. Taz, I thought the atmosphere was good. I thought it was a good representation of NFL football. The Chiefs' defense played well. However, is it a? I, I think it's a product. It's them playing well. But it's also a product of the team they went up against. And really, the inconsistency of the Chargers is mind-numbing. And the two losses along the offensive line at both tackle positions wreaked havoc for the Los Angeles Chargers on offense. And the Chiefs were able to defensively benefit off of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and we talked uh, about this a, a lot earlier and about how, um, you know, for the international field, actually, I'm usually not into these games. You're into them more than me. The international NFL games, uh, I'd rather it all be played here. But I, I like this. This was fun. I mean, um, great audience there that was in attendance in uh, in Mexico City. I thought that was awesome. Um, you know what? I, listen, defensively, you're right. I think the Chiefs deserve some credit. And we talked a chunk about how Rivers uh, didn't look too good at all. I mean, just didn't look like – I'm wondering if he's getting just to that point as he's getting older. Is he making bad mental decisions on the field? And you brought up the point, like you just mentioned a second or two, about those the offensive tackles on the charges, just not up to snuff, where a guy, you know, uh, 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 a, a guy like Rivers needs that protection. Otherwise, you're going to have a guy in Frank Clark who's going to be all over. And that's what we saw yesterday, you know, <laughs> last night, I should say. So, yeah, they got to figure some stuff out with that old line. They got to work on some of the weapons. But the bigger picture is Philip Rivers. You're sitting four and seven now. 
I mean, you know, I mean, is he your guy going forward? That's what you got to figure out if you're, if you're the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Well, that is what you got to figure out. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, Taz, you know, I, at one point in time, I looked at them as being a Super Bowl contender. Maybe they'll look at this game defensively as a little bit of a turning point. You know, Mahomes didn't really need to do all that much last night. He wasn't great. They ran the ball effectively enough. Mahomes throws for under 200 yards with a touchdown and a pick. But, um, you know, I don't know. We got to see if that chief defense has turned a corner or if it's a product of who they went up against. Because I think those are the two things that come out of that game last night. Besides who won, who lost. Was Rivers his future in Los Angeles as a charger? Their kind of season has gone wayward. Is They're 4-7 and seven now as we approach week 12. And then the Chiefs defense. Can the Chiefs defense kind of find themselves here for Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator in Kansas City, to kind of maybe keep pace, not be as good as that offense, but keep the pace to where they're not as bad as they have been up until this point. Yeah, let's take a listen here, Moose, to uh, Andy Reid, head coach of the Chiefs right now. I was real proud of our defense uh, for the job that they did today. Um, I think Frank Clark probably jumps out at you uh, for the job that he did. Um, he He had a heck of a game. Four takeaways, the guys that intercepted the football I, um, uh, and then helped create the turnovers. I, again, I'm proud of those guys. Well, there was definitely issues for the Chargers. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, for the Chargers, thanks to the Chiefs and defensively, like you said, Moose, and you heard, just heard head coach say, Andy Reid say, let's take a listen to Philip Rivers talking about the issues in the red zone. Not scoring in the red zone. Uh, we got in there once. And... Uh, twice, I guess, but we, we just, you know, um, not scoring a red zone and turning it over, man, just, that, that gets you beat, and that's what's gotten us beat all year. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's it. The, the turnovers and a team that was coming into the year maybe with a little bit of momentum off of last year, thinking that maybe this is going to be the year they're going to get to the Super Bowl, Taz. It's, it's just yet another disappointing year. Yeah. Uh, and what has been a career for Phillip Rivers that's been highlighted with some highs and some really bad lows, but really a lot of inconsistent football for the team that he's quarterback. Yeah, they're going to figure this out, man. This is, uh, you know, they're, they're going to have a, a, a several wins under their belt. They're not going to, I don't see them going deep as I don't think anybody sees them going deep at all. They're not they're not going to be in a position to do that. But that, So then, you, then you're wondering, I mean, just to jump ahead, you know, do you look at this, there's going to be a good amount of quarterbacks coming out of college at, in the draft? Yeah. Do you you got to see where you are in that. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? There's a lot to... Yeah, I think they're going to have thing. to interest the quarterbacks. Yeah, they, I think you're right. I don't think I there's think any right. doubt about yeah. it. Um, all right, next. Number two. To a tongue of Viola. You didn't think I could say it. Resting oh. after successful surgery on him. Exactly. Well, there you have it. Good to job, Tango Valua. Tango Viola. Yeah, I don't even attempt it. Let's call him Tua. That's his name. Uh, yes. Tua ta- Say it again. Tango Viola. Tango Viola. Tango Viola. Tango Viola. Yeah. Tua Tango Viola. Tango of Viola. Okay, Zach, relax. So successful hip surgery Monday morning on that right hip in Houston. Um, so we'll see exactly. It ended his season. Uh, you know he's not going to be playing for Alabama again. Uh, that ends his Alabama career. Um, and um, you know, basically the report is is that he'll be on a partial weight bearing recovery plan for six weeks, rehabbing daily in Tuscaloosa. Three months, he'll be able to begin athletic activity again. And by the spring, he should be uh, be ready to begin throwing. So that's the game plan they have set right now. 
in terms of Tunga Viola moving forward here. We'll see exactly if that is indeed the case. If that's the case, I mean, clearly, we referenced Dennis Pitta from the Baltimore Ravens, and every athlete's a little bit different. It took him two years to get back. Um, we looked at uh, the Bo Jackson injury, and a lot of uh, doctors who specialize in this say, Taz say, you know, it's a difficult injury for an athlete to be able to come back from and play at the same level that he played at before. We'll see if maybe Tua is one of those, I guess, rare guys that is able to come back and recapture it. Certainly rooting for him to do so. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I hope so too. I'm with you, man. I mean, he's a young guy. I think he's 23 years old. You know, you feel for him. You feel for him. And, and you know, he's, you know, it seems like he's got a great attitude. Um, um, it seems like he's dealing with this the right way. We played the sound earlier of him playing, Tua playing the ukulele the night before his surgery. Uh, I guess for anybody just joining us here at the top of that, maybe we should play it again. Yeah, I guess let's play it again. Let's take a listen to it right here. You sound good, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> that is. It uh, is. And that was the, the night before the surgery. That was on Sunday night. And, uh, uh, you know, Nick Saban did come out. And um, I, so a little bit of a clarification. Initially, when uh, Tunga Viola goes down with the injury, he was told it was just a bloody nose. And uh, Tua did suffer a broken nose, which was repaired during surgery as well. Uh, so uh, Saban then was told at halftime when the teams were in the locker room that he dislocated his hip. So initially Saban did not know about it. Um, you know, listen, when he's getting carted off the field, I imagine he knew about it at that stage. So listen, uh, Saban talked about how bad he's feeling. He's hurt and said he talked to two on Saturday night, talked to two on Sunday night. Said when I talked to him, he cheers me up. I try and cheer him up. Uh, so, you know, he, he shows uh, emoting a little bit of those feelings from Nick Saban down there in Alabama. It's a tough scenario, Taz. I don't. Uh, now, let me ask you this question. Uh, if that game plan that was laid out there by Laura Rutledge of ESPN, who said that's kind of the, the rehab process here now for Tua, uh, if he's throwing again in the spring, I mean, if you're Tua, do you ever, do you ever think about playing college football again, or is it right to the NFL? Uh, no, nah, right to the NFL. I, in my opinion, I, w- I would not. What about you? I mean, do you think I'd I mean, go right to the NFL. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I, I, I think I've I, I think I've uh, I've had it dislocated a hip. Right. I've had surgeries on both ankles. I've had a knee injury. I've gotten hurt enough in college. I, I've laid on the line enough. I've showed my toughness enough. It's time for the next challenge, and hopefully, physically, he can do it. Now, let me ask you this: the other question you have is, how much does this injury affect his draft stock? Because it was believed to be him or Burrow along with Chase Young, the three-headed bottle, a battle to be the number one overall pick in April's NFL draft. Yeah, I think this hurts his draft stock a lot, no unfortunately doubt. for him. I really do. I think it's, yeah, it's not good. Um, that's why. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he takes a year off, goes back to school, don't play, rehabs, gets his body strong again, and then and then somehow goes into the draft. I don't know. Maybe that's a bad move, too. I don't know. I I don't think it's necessarily a bad move because then you can kind of control it. Why? Say right. he's not That's 100. my point. You can right. kind of control where you're going. Not where you're going, but you can control the narrative on your body. Correct. That's I would exactly not have, right. I would not declare for the NFL draft if I if I talk to guys and they say, well, based on this and you're not all the way back yet, you'll probably be a third or fourth round draft choice or a second round pick. I'm not doing that. Yes. I really right, am not. Right, right, right. And I'd be surprised if, 
if he is not all the way back, that he's a first-round pick still rehabbing from this hip injury. Wouldn't you? <laughs> Wait, if he's... Say he's not all the way... Say he's not healthy. Next April. Right. Right? Say he's not all the way back. He's not all the way healthy. And he's still showing, you know... He's still rehabbing that hip. Say if that is the case. If you're a team, would you gamble and take two in the first round? I don't know if there's a team that would. No, I don't think there is. I, I, I don't. I don't think you can't. You I don't can't. think I, I couldn't gamble on a guy with coming off a hip injury that was no. banged up all throughout his college career and take a first round pick. As much as I love the kid, no, you, I don't think I can do you it. You just can't do it. It's bad business. Yeah. It's just bad business. You can't do it. Yeah, it's a shame. He seems like a great young man, and and he's going to be a great young man. And if he plays football or not. I think he's going to come back, I, but I do think it's smart the way him and his family and his dad. I think his dad was a coach. I think his dad was a coach. His dad coached him in high school. I think he did, like yeah. that, If I remember, uh, he's, he's, you know, a proud Hawaiian young man. who's proud family kid. His younger brother's a quarterback also, a freshman on the Alabama you know, team. So, you know, I don't know. I think maybe you rehab it, take a year off, go back to school, whatever, get your degree. Uh, he's still so young. He's, his name's not going to disappear, you know, and then and then maybe you come back in and and, and then you're healthy and strong and you prove the prove the world you're still there. All right, here know. we go. Next, number three, Derek Jeter among 18 newcomers in 2020 MLB Hall of Fame ballot. Now the question with this Taz is you can run through the names and some of the strange guys that are on the ballot, um, but um, the question with Jeter is will he be the second unanimous? Uh, inductee into Cooperstown, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Okay. Mariano Rivera just was. Will Jeter now be the second ever? He has to be. So I'm just telling you my perspective. Really I'm not a Yankee. So? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a huge Derek Jeter guy. Uh, not a Yankee fan, obviously. I'm a Met fan, but I've always been a fan of this guy's play. To me, what he's done, all he's done, has been part of championship teams. Since he, he wore the pinstripes, dude. Put, just put him right in. I mean, it's just that simple to me. I'm sorry. I just that's me. I don't. I. I don't. Do you get think it. he should be unanimous? I, I, I agree. Unanimous. With that. Yes. Unanimous. Yes. I don't yes. think he will be. Really? I Man. don't. I'm not saying he's undeserving. But how Taz, do you go against Derek Jeter? How? Well, Taz, let me ask you. How do people go against Tom Seaver or Ricky Henderson oh, well, no, or Ken right. Griffey that's Jr.? True. I true. mean, there's been a lot of guys. I, I could I could throw down the list. And I didn't. You or I didn't make this a thing, right? No. The baseball writers made it a thing yeah. that all of a sudden, over the years, that nobody deserved a hundred percent of the vote. There was no, just there was so no, stupid, right? Which is dopey. I agree with you. I think it's, I think it's all nonsense. I think it's stupid. I, I, you know, the guy that doesn't vote for Ricky Henderson for the Hall of Fame or Tom Seaver or Ken Griffey Jr. It's a knucklehead, right? Then mm. you should be voting. Should not be voting you, right? Or- but you want to keep other guys on the ballot, and you say, well, they're going to get enough votes. They don't necessarily need my vote. Well. And then it becomes a thing that no one's deserving of the hundred percent till Rivera goes. I'm not telling you. I'd love to see it. I'd love. I'd vote for Derek Jeter if I had a vote. I don't. Uh, I think he would be deserving of being unanimous. I think there are a number of guys that would be, as we just mentioned. Um, but I don't think he's as beloved as Mariano Rivera. Uh, I don't get that. I don't know why he's always done everything. El Capitan. He's always done everything the right way. And I'm a Met fan. I sound like, I sound like an arrogant Yankee fan. And I'm you love Jeter. I love Jeter. I loved him. I, I, for his whole career, I love the way the player he is, the way he conducted himself. When my son was younger, during Jeter's career, just as an athlete, I said, that's a guy that's a role model right there, the way he conducts himself. The pressure that was on him from Jump Street in the, in the biggest, most pressured city in the world, New York City right here. And for him to go out there and, and play the way he played for a, a storied franchise like the New York Yankees and the way he played that shortstop position, 
Um, dude, I'll sing his praises all the way. Dude, I'm a huge fan. Now, I wouldn't want him running my organization. I don't think he does a good job of that. No. But when my man puts the spikes on, he can go. Pete, you're a big Mets fan. Mike, you got, I mean, we're Mets fans. Moose isn't. Do you, uh, you guys agree with me that he should go right in? Or you agree, you agree oh, with us? I should say? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Well, the question is not right in. The question is, do you think he well, deserves unanimous? unanimous right. Right. Yeah. I do, because I, th- I and I hope that what happened last year with Rivera changed the standards the way America and the writers think. That, you know what? We can be progressive and not think like dopes 20 years ago. The guy's a Hall of Famer. Why would right. Well said, Mike. Yeah. Pete? Yeah, no, I, I, he's 100%. Uh, Griffey was, on, in my eyes, so was Mariano, and so were a lot of others. So he right. was the uh, antithesis of the Hall uh, of Oh, uh, He's just, yeah, unanimous yeah. for sure to me. I, uh, I, I so. hope you're right. Yeah. I hope I I'm wrong. So. I don't think he's going to get the 100%. Isn't but it I hope nice right. to hear Met fans praise a Yankee? Does yeah. that make you feel good about it? No, no. Well, Jeter, I mean, how do you knock him? He was clutch. He was great. Dude. He's the, the gift man. bags. Yeah, the gift bags, right? Yeah. To his conquests. Love Jeter. Love him. I met him once. Autographed baseball? A little bit arrogant. I met him once in Tampa. He came to a wrestling show. We hang out backstage. Like, nice. Like outside. Nice. In the parking lot area. And it was like, he's hanging out. And he's talking to the guys. I'm back there. We're talking. Why is he not going in the building? It was weird. I'm like, dude, we'll get you in. It's not a big deal. Hanging out outside. I, he was waiting. So I'm waiting for somebody. Okay. Well, there you go. I don't know what was nice. going on there. There you go. It was a few years I back. I, I was a little, a little sketchy. Like, it was a little weird. I'm waiting for somebody. I'm like, I don't. All right. All right, Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I met him is. on a number of occasions when I was producing. Oh, you had him on there? Yeah. Uh, I met him when I was producing. When I was doing, uh, yeah, a lot. I, we did a lot of Yankee stuff. Shocking. When I was producing. Uh, down in Tampa, Yankee playoff games and the like. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, he's the man. Yeah. Uh, so there you have it. He headlines the 2020 Baseball Hall of Fame ballot. So those are your top three headlines here on this Tuesday morning. It's Taz and the Moose with you. Carson Wentz, he's like, uh, along with Taz, they both love Tony Romo. We'll explain. <laughs> we'll get into that next right here. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. All right, Taz and the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. That is your number to call. And CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more. On car insurance. And Sunday, the NFL on CBS is highlighted by a full afternoon of games, including an NFC South clash between Carolina and New Orleans and the Raiders on the road against the Jets. It all starts with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on CBS. Want to get to Presley here on this Tuesday morning? How about the fact that Kylie Jenner sold half of her cosmetics company, Kylie Cosmetics, for six hundred million dollars, unbelievable. She's twenty two years of age. I mean, it's you know what? Like, go away. She might not even be twenty. It might only I mean, be twenty one. It's just, it's just, it's just like our company's valued at one point two billion. I mean, you said that to me during a break. <laughs> like, I, I felt like taking my head, run it right to a glass wall. I've just... never. I, I've seen Taz angry. <laughs> 
I I told yeah. <laughs> I told Tess that so, I've never seen him more disenchanted than face, after I told him like, that. No, I just I'm like I, I look I I wanted to say to you, Bruce, why are you even telling me this? Like why? Well, why? It, first off, it hits you over the. It's amazing. It really is remarkable. I got enough problems. It really is remarkable. And God bless. I mean, she's a great businesswoman. Then the Jenner family. But is all... she really? Hold on a second. Is she really a great businesswoman? Think about con- what you just said. Is she really? No, she's not. Well, she's no, branded no, herself. No, 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 no. I would no. say she's got people around her the... helping her become well, uh, but whatever I, the I understand, she but she's a brand. She's and people a love the brand. Who fell into you know what? Well, you need money to start money, and she had money to start it. But to oh, turn she that had millions, I un- I understand she had millions. Don't but give her credibility. She's a kid that, that was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. I I understand that, but she's got a company valued at one point two billion dollars. There are plenty of kids that are born with a silver spoon in their mouth that don't have a company worth one point two billion dollars. Maybe I'm a little jealous. Uh, yeah, of course. Honestly. No, but you're over here saying like 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 she's like uh, like she's Oprah Winfrey, like the type I, I didn't of businesswoman she is. I say she was Oprah. Like, now you're putting words in my mouth. I never said she you was Oprah. You implied it, please. This is a 23 year old kid. I don't even think she's 23. Yet. Oh 22. God, that's annoying. 22 years old. 22, 22 years 22 old. 22 years old. My God, imagine getting that and being in those negotiations. You want to buy 51 percent of your company for 600 million dollars. Oh my God! Be like, where do I sign, son? That's what I'm and she still owns forty nine. So, so she gets six hundred mil now and continues to get checks from it. Correct. Who's her boyfriend? Forward. Who's her boyfriend? Uh, I, I think she actually has a kid with um, one of the basketball players. No, 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 no. no. Uh, rapper. Yeah, she's the one that has like like um, drama, right? And like the brother, like the brother was dating a girl that used to date her boyfriend. There's a weird like. Crisscross of relationships in in there that I don't want to know all the details of, uh, so I try not to. I thought he performed. He performed at some big sporting event. Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Oh, correct. that's the. That's, I told you about him way back. Yeah, Travis, Travis Scott. Scott is her. Um, they're no longer dating. They broke up. I don't yeah, think she has a boyfriend Travis now, but they Scott. do have a child together. But then one of them dated a guy named Tyga, who used to date a girl that now dates the brother. Kardashian or did date him. There's a, again, there's a weird. Yeah, Tyga used to date. Uh, used to date Kylie. Right? Okay. God, how do you yes. know this? Correct. Oh, I only know part of it. I you like. Well, 10 my years wife ago. watches the Kardashians. Right. How do you know? Why? Why? Well, it's entertainment. Oh God. Want to watch entertainment? Watch wrestling. That's entertainment. Well, my wife's not. A, my wife doesn't get into the wrestling. Taz, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not offending wrestling. Wrestling's great. You know, I love I'm wrestling. I'm in a bad mood, man. I'm she, bad mood. But she just got me so angry. The Kardashians, the little real housewives. Woman. Oh, come on. Please. No, I'm a big Bravo guy. BravoCon was this weekend. I'm mad Shocking I missed it. That you're a oh, Bravo really? Guy. Yeah. You're another guy. You should be watching people vertical suplex each other. Not Bravo. Man up. Okay. Good for the Jenners. Man, Congrats really, to them, could, really. They continue to win at life. Yeah. She's a great businesswoman. They, they dominate life like LeBron dominates the NBA. At least LeBron. I mean, he worked his rear end off and is a great athlete. That's a different story. Uh, this is a kid. I could say something. I'm not going to say something. But anyway, Bogus, go ahead. Good don't morning. Don't say it. Hey, Just Moose, good morning to you as well. Say, don't. Because if you think you shouldn't, it's probably not a good idea. No, I was going to make a joke, but I don't know if it would go over well. But anyway, go ahead, go ahead Andrew. The Kansas City Chiefs defense forced the Chargers to settle for four, or not four, just field goals early, then kept intercepting Phillip Rivers to close out a 24-17 win in Mexico City last night. 
Patrick Mahomes, happy to let those guys have the spotlight for a change. This defense has been getting better and better the whole season long, and they really stepped up and won the game for us. Their fourth pick of the night came from Daniel Sorensen at the goal line with eight seconds to go. Mahomes just 182 yards and a TD to Jason Kelsey. Wow. Damian Williams and LaShawn McCoy ran for scores as the Chiefs broke their tie with Oakland atop the AFC West. The only bad news is Tyree Kill knocked out in the first half with a hamstring injury. The Chargers dropped to four and seven. They're three back in the loss column for the second wildcard spot. As you guys were just discussing, successful hip surgery roughly 24 hours ago for Tua Tungavailoa in Houston. The plan is to have Tua throwing again in six months. LSU linebacker Michael Divinity back at practice yesterday, two weeks after leaving the team for personal reasons. We don't know yet, though, his status for playing in actual games. NBA last night, Paul George welcomed the Thunder to L.A. Beverly gets it in on the far side for Williams, gets a screen to his right, finds Paul George off the screen. He'll try a right wing three. Bottom! Paul George has ice in his veins on his way back home. The Clippers retake the lead, 89-88, courtesy of PG-13. Come on, I just think it's important to say, I I have nothing against this young lady, Kylie Jenna. Okay, I got nothing against her. Yeah, I personally have not. I just—it's annoying. That's all I'm saying. She's a 22-year-old kid, and she's selling these companies. And my broadcast colleague is saying how great of a businesswoman she is. I mean, and and she's doing something right. Did did she go to business school? No. Did she go to college? No. That doesn't mean she doesn't doesn't be successful or smart. I'm not saying that. I'm strongly implying it. Well, you're inferring that. I am, but just give me something to bite into this girl. Why she's so successful? Besides the fact. Uh. Who gave birth to her? I oh, mean, and who are parents? Not even I mean, that. It's who her big sister is. Oh, whatever the frig it is. I don't know any of them. I don't <laughs> know who Coley is. From Brody to Brendan to Kendall to Kerry to Kyrie well, to all, Connie well, to Johnny. Well, there's a million of them. They're all attractive. There is no Johnny. They're yeah. all with K's. But anyway, um, they're, she's, uh, they're all very attractive women. Even Brody? He's a brother. He's a half-brother. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Good. He is. Never mind. I mean, I, Rob's gotten I, a little hefty, for I'm being Rob honest. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Rob's, gone, one, yeah. well, Rob's life has gone sideways. Yeah, well, he's got to rein that just, in. Then he could just go to a surgeon with brand. all the money he has and just have a, a blade chop off the fat, and he could just be rich with a with little waste. That's the Listen, kind of I'm money they got. She didn't I don't know who the, any of these people. I couldn't well, yes, tell you. Yes, you do. You know who no, no, they are. They're bothered. No, 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 listen, listen, you don't know who any of them are? No, no, listen. Let me finish my sentence. Oh, okay. Let me finish, please. If they walked into the newsroom and Mark Chernoff was giving them a tour of the green room, <clears throat> I would not know the difference between Kathy, Kyrie, Kelly, yeah, I, Kira, Kenny, Jody, Brody, yeah. Modi, Bobby. Mm-hmm. I don't know who any of them are. Mm-hmm. I saw them. The only one I know is the one who was going out with Reggie Bush because I met her. Right. Okay. Now, I am. Um, I met her at WrestleMania. Yeah. I met all of them, and I took a picture. Except Chloe, who's ginormous. I took a picture for Chloe and Courtney at Sirius. Oh, nice. What, well, you for them now? Well, yeah. they were, they were all there job. one that's day, and you mentioned Hold Reggie Bush. Wait a minute. Moose, that's a good story. He took a picture with someone? Here it comes. Here's the story. So, outside the yeah. NFL studio at Sirius, there was a Reggie Bush fathead. I remember that. And I took a picture of Chloe and Courtney doing something suggestive to the Reggie fathead, which they then sent to Kim. 
I oh, took that you. picture. Oh, very nice. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. That's a good story right That actually story got a little better. Yeah. That's Moose right. All right, Bogan. Yeah. That. That's a that. good story. How about that? How about that? that? That's right. a good story. All right. Yeah, I met them out in, uh, where was WrestleMania? That, Orlando. The, Orlando. Orlando. <laughs> Pete. Oh, Pete. Oh, Pete. I met them down there in FLA. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, That's uh, great. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's awesome. They're very yeah. attractive women. Yeah. Yeah, um, but anyway, I, 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 you know, it just it annoys me. It's so it's just because six hundred million. Happy Tuesday. I mean, it's like I don't see. I don't see. Let me just. Tell I wonder you how why. many downloads her podcast would have. Let me just tell you. What, who cares? Let me just tell you. <laughs> let me just tell you. Here's the thing. What moves? I don't. You know, I'm during the breaks is my time. Okay, and I don't like you sharing that information because you see it on TV just to aggravate and twist I'm my I'm not saying to aggravate. I'm saying well, yeah, like, give I her don't credit. need to be aggravated. Million. I got enough stuff aggravating me I right now. I understand that. I don't it wasn't, need that. It wasn't to, I, I'm bothered. Uh, you, then you walk out to the newsroom and you, you know you see Pierno. <laughs> He's actually off today. I know. I'm joking. <laughs> Perfect Mr. time to rip him. He's like the grumpy dwarf <laughs> that walking around room. here. One of the seven dwarfs. Could you imagine the Kardashians here and them getting a tour of the newsroom? <laughs> right. Here's Pierno, who looks angry. That day, he'd chip her up, though. Oh, he'd wear a tux oh, that day. Oh, my God. That day. He'd be tux like with that. a bow tie. Right. He'd be in his, oh, he'd be in his whites. His whites. His white he pants. might be in just a bow tie. Right. Yeah, oh. right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, ladies. ladies. Uh. <laughs> That's funny. Go ahead. Uh, you interrupted me while we were discussing the Kardashians of sports broadcasting. That was Noah Eagle on that Paul George oh, highlight. Uh, the Clippers topped the Thunder 90-88. George scoring 18 against his former team. Kawhi Leonard missed his third in a row with a bruised left knee. College Hoops third-ranked Michigan State beat Charleston Southern 94-46. Number nine, Kentucky sidestepped Utah Valley 82-74 in Lexington, the Houston Astros giving first baseman Yuli Gurriel a $300,000 raise to $830K for next season. And Derek Jeter headlines the 18 first-timers on the Hall of Fame ballot. Uh, the other 17 guys, which I think you might have mentioned, not necessarily Hall of Famers. I mean, Sean Figgins, J.J. No. Putz are on this list. Right. About, oh, oh. I, I don't know. It's the Putz for the, list, right. for the point of this oh, conversation. Yeah. Like how do you was get Derek Jeter? You, you heard was, what he's, what's your he point? should be a unanimous yeah, actually, selection. Yeah, yes, yeah. and as was I think Mike mentioned it, the wall has been broken by Rivera. Yes, yes. so maybe Jeter goes in again, yeah. unanimously. Let me get two in a row after forever. No one getting one hundred percent of votes. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, it would be great. I, I don't think he's going to get it. Bro. Rivera deserved it, no problem. And this guy deserves it. Yeah, I just don't think Jeter's as beloved. But I could be wrong. We'll see. Hopefully, he does. But why do you got to be beloved? Like, is it, when you say beloved, do you mean? Oh, I think that play. I think that comes. No, but see, that's what's unfair. Just see if a but guy is true. a complete. I, I, it might be true, but it doesn't make it fair. If a guy is a complete douche, but yet he's a great player and he's done great things, like a Derek Jeter, it doesn't matter if he's not a nice guy. As long as he's not breaking the law, doing anything, stuff like that, as, well, a, as I, a bad I guy. Don't, I don't. But that's not. I mean, historically speaking, that's not true. I mean, Albert Bell should have been given Ooh, more. You're missing my point. I'm not I, I understand. I know that. I know what you're saying, but it does come into play. It does factor in. Uh, so, do you think it should factor in? No, no. I'm not denying what I'm you're saying. You a simple I don't, question. I don't do think th- it should factor in, okay. but it does. I, 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 but I've had this debate. I mean, Jeter is going to get enough of the vote, obviously, and. And maybe he gets 100% of the vote. Uh, you know, Albert Bell was a Hall of Famer. Albert Bell got little to no consideration for the Hall of Fame. 
and didn't get much burn. At one point in time, for the better part of a decade, he was one of the best hitters in all of Major League Baseball. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but, you know, Albert Bell was an ass. But, but, uh, no, and a bad oh, guy. But, okay, right. And it held Eddie Murray back for forever. Right. So, I, right. Held, held that Eddie Murray. Hated the media. Was nasty to the media. Uh, held, held Eddie Murray And what Murray else did Eddie Murray do? Eddie Murray from the Orioles, right? You're talking about Eddie yeah. Murray. 33, number 33 Jones, Correct. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, what else bad did Eddie Murray do besides be mean to the media? No, I, I don't. I'm asking you. Is that I, it? No, I think that's pretty much. Yeah, he was okay. an ordinary guy. So, he was not so, a guy. So, so, what is. I'm not saying for you, I'm just saying, like, for the conversation. What is that? That don't that shouldn't mean I mean, anything. It shouldn't, but it did. Why, it, this is not a political popularity contest. But it is it's when about, you're asking all the Jews to vote be. for you. But no, 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 it shouldn't be. When you're asking people to vote for you, it is. No, it should be about their ability on the field and what they've done for oh, their yeah. team. But, no. that's, but that's all open. But that's this is all. It's not a night and day. You, because you then get it's to, about the media. No, and no. it's about the writers, the reporters. Well, who, the, who the writers are the ones that are voting people into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, That's but, the way it's been. So they do play a role and they play a pivotal I role. I know that, but so what? You got to kiss these guys' asses. No, they no. first ballot. Eddie, I Murray, mean, Eddie Murray, he was he was nasty to the media members. That's so all. what? No, no, no. I, we're not defending. I'm it, not defending. Taz. We're just saying, we're telling you I'm what happened. What transpired? Oh, right. Sorry, I'm a it's little not. It's not today. good. It shouldn't be that way. You're but right. But that's what happened. Right, that's, that's what, what I want to hear. And that, that I'm right. That's why we're No, no. But we can all. We're all right. I mean, no, no one's wrong well, here. We're not all what right. we're saying is no, right. No, no, but you're, the implication initially was that, well, that's the way it is, dude. It's a popularity contest. No, no, as no long it, as you I guys never said are, it's a popularity contest. That's not true. I never said I never said the Hall of Fame, you have to be deserving of getting the bid in. So, I of mean, course. there are guys that with the Veterans Committee uh, that got in that probably that should not be a Hall of Fame. And, and they've lessened the Hall of Fame in baseball. In terms of making it, it should be the best of the best. The but those the guys are players, though, right? Those Cor- are Bill Mazeroski, correct? Right. Well, you know, Mazeroski making, uh, I believe it was making it to the whole. I, I mean, he's not a Hall of Famer, but uh, you know, and, and Harold know, Baines, and yeah, right. Now you throw in Harold Baines, which was there was a lot of debate about whether or not he was a Hall of Famer. I'll look at Harold Baines as being a Hall of Famer, but listen, he gets in, he gets in, so be it. So they've they've softened the line in terms of who's in and who's out. However, personality or in terms of I would say orneriness. Uh, does factor into guys when you're looking for guys to vote for you. You, you know, you're going to get the benefit of the doubt. And that's why I don't think Jeter will get 100% of the vote. Rivera was absolutely beloved across the sport. Like, beloved. Like, there was, yeah, you can't find anybody that would say a bad word no, about Mariano that. Rivera. I, I, I don't the get way he conducted himself that, on the field like, and off the field. I'm just telling you the way, that, the way that it is, though. I know you don't get hung up into it, but the way that it is. Derek Jeter was a guy that did rub some people the wrong way with the way that he handled himself. Yeah, but, and I hear you, man. But I'm, all I'm saying is the people who are paying the tickets, baseball fans, they don't give a rat's ass if Derek Jeter has an attitude towards media members or, or if any other player has an attitude, they care about the player's performance on the field. I am uh, not a Yankee fan by any stretch, but I'm I'm a Derek Jeter fan. So to me, I don't care how he acts, how he acted towards the media ever. Okay, because now it's like well, to me, it's like it should be about how good of a player these guys are, not how nice they were to the media or if they were ornery well, or not. That, well, that was Vargas not vilified this year the way he conducted himself in Chicago. Well, I, I'm just saying by people yeah. outside by people that watch the sport. Right, Met fans couldn't stand him after that. Right. Well. Oh. I mean, so they do. I mean, to an extent, they do care, and they I mean, should. I mean, you should want someone to be a nice person at least. Like you should well, uh, not him out of the Hall of Fame for it. But if a guy's a jerk, a guy's a jerk, and you shouldn't but, overlook it. But it, it's but when you put your uniform on, as long as this guy's not breaking the law and he's doing things where he's getting in trouble with the law, doing things, you know, 
then if he and, and, and not going on social media acting like saying nasty things or racist things or horrible stuff like yeah. that, if it's just a guy who's just is not a fan of the media and it's just his whole career was a little bit standoffish towards the media, then that means because the media is the one who votes that they should hold that against them. That's unfair. It should be. A, I think most fans, if you took an exit poll, would want the player that's the best player to be unanimously voted in and has nothing to do. Because that's what I mean. Then, it, then it's about the media. So now for the media to have this, that's their battle cry that this guy, or or it's it's like behind the scenes, well, this guy wasn't nice to, to the media for so many years. So now that that's an agenda. You have an agenda well, against a guy because he wasn't nice to you and your peers. No, it, that's it, BS. It's not. That it's, is. No, I'm not telling you that Jeter was Eddie Murray-like to the media, but I mean, I'm, that saying, does, I'm not naming players. Just an overview of players. I got you. I understand what you mean, but I, I think it's then they and it should have been broken a long time ago but i think it's that it's looking at the guy that's deserving that was really the full and complete package wow i i didn't you know i'm just saying i i don't know i just don't think and it, also you look at mariano rivera was the best to ever do what he did oh i um that guy's right. amazing like, guy, and that's that, that was that's great, the other, great you know, great reliever great correct. player you know that deserves everything yeah no I, no and i'm not saying you're not but I'm, my point being is in terms of why I think also why he deserved 100. He was the greatest reliever baseball's ever seen. He's the Babe Ruth of relievers. I mean, I know, but he, he'll, you'll never see another reliever carry down. his kind still of down. dominance over the duration that he carried his dominance. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, the thing is, for us to even have this discussion about the media is too much. Like that, that shouldn't even they the media and the voters, the reporters who vote shouldn't. That shouldn't even be the topic. It should be about is said player. Good enough to be unanimously voted in. Well, right, not and, about the popularity. And that's a long list in my eyes of guys who should have been unanimous. Agreed. There should have been a Absolutely. question. So, like, it's also weird to sit here and try and ap- apply any logic to the way it's gone because it defies any logic. That Correct. guy, like that you know, Willie Mays, always has right. That they didn't get a hundred percent. It makes no sense. So to even try and figure out why it hasn't right, right, happened. Right. And now say that it should. I mean, it should happen. The Jeter should get system. Well, yeah, well, it's just it's just oddly the system's broken. broken, broken already. And now you're going to go down. Okay, so then this guy should get the hundred percent. Then can we do redo the other votes? Because then what makes so then Derek Jeter, if he gets a hundred percent of the vote, that means he's a uh, you know a more justified Hall of Famer than Tom Seaver, which I think is nonsense. Right, right. You know, I agree. Yeah, that th- like that's yeah. that that's the other point you get into because then you know we're looking at qualifications. Well, now the hundred the hundred percent should have been broken a long time ago. And and now you're going to be and I'll, if Jeter gets it, so be it. But then Jeter, there should the next guy that's without a shadow of a doubt should get 100 percent of the vote as well. And we right. should continue this going and, and continue it moving forward because this was too big of a storyline in years gone by. And I hear you. I just it angers me that 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 these guys that that didn't go out there and hump the road as a player and 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 being be under that gun as pressure and all that stuff that they I have no problem with them voting. They should vote. They cover the sport. They're experts on the sport. That's what they do, and I respect these men and women who do that. But for one or two of these men or women in that room to have an agenda against said player, and that creates the non-unanimous vote, that's oh, an agenda, I, I and that's hogwash. Well, I don't think it's. it's all, right. I don't think that's the only way they do it. I think it's a case of they're going to get a, they're going to get enough votes. So I want to keep this other guy on the ballot. Yeah. There's some of that as well. You only yeah. get ten votes, right? So you can only vote for ten guys. So they want to make sure there's a certain minimum that somebody has to hit to remain on the ballot. If they don't remain, hit that minimum, they'll be off the ballot. There is some of that nonsense as well. All right. All right, Bogish. All right. Good talking. morning, guys. Thank you. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Hey, we'll see you later on, champ.
Great job today, as usual, buddy. We'll come back. We got the undercard for you. And a little Tony Romo love. That comes your way next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Absolutely, we are here on this uh, Tuesday morning. And how about Carson Wentz, uh, Taz? Um, You know, who uh, basically asked the cameraman Tony Romo's thoughts on touchdown review because he's always right. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's, I mean, basically Tony Romo can do no wrong as a broadcaster. Carson Wentz is right with you. Well, listen, even though Wentz couldn't connect a pass for his life on Sunday. He knows good broadcasting. Oh, he a good does. analyst, and that's what Romo is. He's the best. Oh, he is very, very good. He's the best. They're going to go 10 seconds. They have to. It really is. His sense of urgency, his excitement, his energy, his chemistry with Jim Nance, who Jim Nance is like watching paint dry at times with his entertainment level. Well, he's got a legend. I mean, he's I a legendary so voice. He's a straight man. He's a straight man, Jones. I, I got it. And, and Jim Nance of CBS uh, the thing is, the uh, I like the way Romo plays off of him. Um, I respect that, and I love the insight to the game. Some people don't like that he leads you on, like leads the play and tells you what's going to happen before it happens. He, he slowed down that this year. I think he was getting a lot of heat for it. But um, I, he did it, I told you, during that, during that Eagles game where he goes, uh, he said, uh, it was the Edelman double pass with, with, with uh, Brady and Edelman. And he goes, uh, trick play, here we go. Yeah. Like, before, before it happened, I'm like, ah, oh, my man, he knew. He, like, he knows the formation. No, he, knows he does. Like, it's pretty funny. Like, <laughs> it's amazing he struggled as quarterback. I know, right? It really is. I mean, like, you know, he, if he knew everything that was coming, then he couldn't see. It's a good point, though. I mean, no, you're right. Like, I mean, he analyzes these teams and knows exactly what they're going to be doing next. I mean, he yeah. should never have lost. Like, you're right. He'd be a hell of a defensive coordinator, believe it or not. He's reading these offenses so quick. Like, he'd be great in the booth, like a booth uh, as far as a team, yeah, as a D.C. Uh, yeah. Never played defense, but he's just imagine making so that. much money as a broadcast. No, no, I know. I know. I'm just joking. I agree with you, though. I, yeah. He's got a great football mind. He quick, does. quick. He Very sees quick. the play. I also think there's some stuff going on behind the scenes, like in the production meeting the day before, a couple days before, when they meet with the teams individually. I think he's getting a lot of insights. Oh, they give him a heads up. Yeah, yeah they give him all think, a heads up. I think yeah. he's, yeah. And I think maybe he's taking a little further with it. Uh, I don't picture like a Troy Aikman doing that. He's more like... Joe Cool, Troy Aikman. I like him too, though. But you know, I, I respect all the analysts, um, except for yeah. Booger. Booger's they do annoying. give me a good insight Booger's when you have those play, when you have those team meetings. Booger, stop talking down to me every Monday night. <laughs> he just talks down to you. He lectures you. It's like his cadence is strange. The way he speaks, it's very strange. Is it? It I, is. Pay it attention to him. It's weird. I haven't picked up on that. I just, just pick yeah, up on the fact just, that he just doesn't stop. I don't talking. know. What it, I can't. If you could put your finger on it when you hear him, let me know because. Is something about his cadence, like his dictation, the way he says things, it's strange. I'm big into vernacular, as you know, and, uh, and vocabulary. Yeah, I have not, I have not uh, picked up on that with Booker. I mean, I, you know, I think the Monday Night Crew, I think him and Tessitore, I, I think at times they get just unjustly just I think you're right. brutalized on, on social media. Uh, Do, are I, you, I, I'm, I'm losing I, – I, uh, the honeymoon ended for me with Joe Tess. I got to be honest. I'm not, I'm not a big fan anymore. I like Tessitore. I think he's fine. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, I, I think he, well, I mean, we could agree to disagree, I, but I, I do think now it's just become the thing to do on Monday night. You watch the game and you just uh, rip the broadcast crew. 
I, I haven't. I don't usually go on social media during the games. I'm locked in. Oh, Why, yeah. Is that what's oh, been happening? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Really? Hot takes, yeah. huh? Oh, time to turn the not just down. not yeah. just fans, like not just civilians, like people from the business, like media people. Um, no, and fans too. No, no, no. I wouldn't say it's no. It's not all media people that are just criticized. No. Hey, great show today, Moose. It's been great, fantastic. Bobby Carpenter joined us earlier on the program. Yeah. Make sure to download the podcast, uh, radio.com, Apple Podcast, right. and Stitcher. Mike, Pete, across the way, Andrew with the updates uh, as well. New Taz Show update dropped yesterday, by the there way. There you yeah. go. Make sure to download Apple it. Pod- We're everywhere you get your podcast, yeah. Taz Show. Yeah. Right, How it. long was it? 45? Uh, 54, 54 minutes. 54 minutes. Solo Jones. Nice. Just me and the mic and my audience. Taz, have a good Tuesday, brother. You too, sir. All right, until tomorrow, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.